You know, you know, and I know, and they know, they know, and we know, we go all in. You know, and I know, and they know, they know, cause we know, we go all in. Ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the newest edition of What You've Been Missing. Episode 84 is in the building of the All Dressed Up Podcast. You should know me by now. And if you don't, you need to get familiar. You should know this guy on my other side by now. If you don't, you definitely will be getting familiar soon because, man, I got some heat coming. Hey, it's Kate Dizzle DC in the building. My man, half streams to the right. What up? What's going on, man? Man, what's good? Kate Dizzle DC. How you feeling, man? What does it do? ADU family. Oh man, life is love, love is life. A lot of a lot of stuff going on this weekend. First and foremost, shout out to my 22-year-old for her birthday today. Um, can't let my oldest turn 22. Yo, 410's in the building, of course, live and direct. And I got another birthday for tomorrow that we'll be celebrating too for the missus. But hey, Mama Health is in the building as well, coming in, rolling in deep. Hey, look. Man, oh man, what a two weeks. What, what is it up with feels, you, my guy? It, it feels like it's been four weeks, but it feels <laughs> like it's been forever since we've been able to talk to the people. So I'm excited to be live tonight. Sorry for us being late, man. We flew in late, but we're here. Mm-hmm. You guys know where to find us on YouTube. But man, have I been working, man? I'm talking about having some fun recording the, uh, the Climbback series, which will be coming out soon. Uh, produced by yours truly, and it's a great series that I'm doing with some guys that, uh, and, and ladies that are going to tell mm-hmm. their stories about how, you know, their lives were not over because they ran into some trials and tribulations, and they got some very interesting stories that hopefully, you know, somebody that's listening or watching can get inspired from. Hey, I'm looking forward to that, man. It's coming in strong. I know this, the crew is coming in strong tonight, so I know it's going to be lit. We got a lot to talk about. A lot has 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 happened, has transpired in the two weeks, which feels like two months. Where you want to start, my guy? Where you want to go first? It's been a long time. Huh? Shouldn't have left you, <laughs> man. I'm going to tell you what, man. The NBA, right? Okay. The NBA is starting to really do a good job with marketing the league all year round. Uh-huh. You know, they're starting to have that NFL effect. And I'm starting to see, like, the NFL kind of fell back from it. Not really, but, you know, the NFL doesn't. It's the offseason. They, they don't have to go as hard because no. they have a big, bad NFL. But what I'm getting to is that the summer league has been off the hook. Mm-hmm. Uh, games have been played, like, every day on uh, ESPN. You get a chance to see all these dudes, like, you know, trying out for the G League and mm-hmm. A teams, you know, going up against Webby. And some of the top draft picks, man, and I'm excited, bro. I think, yeah, it's been it's been feeling exciting just because it's Wimby, right? We've we've had we've heard all the hype, all this other good stuff. So but it's now a great draft speculate. class, though, okay? Yeah, it is. It is a good draft class. But the other thing I want to keep in mind, everybody, slow down, relax. This is summer league, okay? It's summer league. Draymond said it best when he said, you know, I think Wimby said something about, you know. The NBA is not as physical as the European <laughs> League. Jeremiah said, bro, you, you ain't know, you playing no real competition. You but, when I'm talking, but the point that I'm making, K-Dizzle, is that mm-hmm. the NBA staying relevant in July. Yeah, you know, that's before, fair. Before, we'd be sitting around like, 
waiting for the NFL Network to drop some news about, you know, training camp and, and what's going on with the NFL. But the NBA is keeping us so entertained. I might just look up and it might be uh, week one, mm-hmm. you know, for the NFL season. So we talked about what Biyama. What you think about it, man? Think it's going to be nice? I'm going to reserve my comments until until we get to where we need to get to, which is the season. I don't care anything about what's going on right now, summer league. Look, I know, I, I know I, one thing. What? His team, his team cares about his health and safety because, of course, he was walking through uh, Vegas and, and young Britney Spears. Oh. <laughs> uh, young Britney Spears ran up on him like a fan, and, and she didn't know who she was running up on. <laughs> she came over to say hi and got smacked out. Look. Talk about hit me, baby, one more time. <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely in there. He said, LaFraud, new number, new chip. Hey, oh, Sal, you know what it is, Sal. It's perfect timing. Perfect timing, right? For him to be able to change his number and put <laughs> a new jersey out in the market. Sales are going up. Number 23. Because it may be his last year. Purple and gold jerseys are going to be selling. And it might just be a chip. Might just be his last year. Not That's why he's going in. That's why he's going in. But look, it it is what it is. I you know, Wimby Wimby's uh Wimby's entourage getting a little more extra than necessary and smacking out, you know, smack they they, they hold, they hold no punches. They, smack, they smack out they stars too. They didn't smack her, they smack her hand into her face. They smacked her hand into her face. Either way, it's it's a smack. It it, it adds up. She, okay. was, she was running up on my man Wimby. They got to protect his health, man. <laughs> Stop playing it. They, they can't discriminate. Britney Spears, hey. been tripping. Britney Spears been tripping. She ain't the same Britney. No, she ain't been the same Britney in a while. Britney so Spears run up on you now. You gonna act a lot different than if she did back in 1996. True statement. True statement. She had a lot more clout back then. But look. All right. Let me let me do this really quick. Get this out What's the way. What's good, Erica? Okay? We're gonna do this really quick and get this out the way. Let me put let me put the ticker up. Erica, what's up? They nice shooting outside. Hey, nice you see the ticker, right? You see the ticker, right? We're gonna end this real quick. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna end this real quick. I'm gonna cold, put the video up in the background. Okay. This is you know this is this is what what took the internet uh, ablaze for quite a bit. Okay. But um, Kiki Palmer and her baby dad. This is Kiki Palmer with Usher, the Usher Raymond, um, who, who out not, there in the not, streets. Who is not her baby daddy. Who is not her baby daddy, okay? And this took an outrage because the man, her baby daddy, took to Twitter and said something like she shouldn't be wearing that outfit or whatever the case may be. Look, ah, ah. This, is, this is Usher Raymond, okay? I don't care what you say. It's Usher Raymond. It's look going to happen. What, look at what that mother is wearing. She is a, <laughs> a mother. But you know, I'm going to tell you what. what? You got to watch out, man. You, you can't just let your girl get front row at an Usher Raymond show because he's going ham. He's pulling shorties up on stage. And if you That's go into the, the concert, if you go into the concert <laughs> wearing some sheer pants with, with a thong on, uh-huh. you're going to have that type of attention. And, you know, Kiki Palmer was looking good. Her husband must be Fucking up somewhere because she definitely out here posting videos afterwards singing Usher songs to him in response to him being upset. Did you see the video? I seen the video. Oh seen man, video. she did the whole she she did the Usher remix on. <laughs> to let it burn. 
And she's she's basically putting her foot on her neck about yeah, it. She ain't yeah. like nothing, bro. She out here flexing in these streets. She got a whole album out. She's doing her thing. Yeah, shout out to Kiki Palmer. She just had the baby and she's Ooh. out here looking good in these streets, man. Um, you are exactly right. Her post baby body is banging and she's showing it off. You know, I'm a I'm a light skin too. I die, but that that brown chocolate looking looking something fierce. She's not. She's not. She's not back. She's not playing with her husband at all. <laughs> she working it. She working it. All right. So, so you, uh, talk, you, you talked about. Uh, something else because we're gonna go we're gonna roll tonight because I want to get into to some rap talk later on. So we're gonna have some okay. fun. And I know when we talk music, it's always hilarious with you. <laughs> so I can't wait. Okay. Hopefully people aren't sleeping. Please come in. We are still alive because Kate Dizzle and I are gonna be talking about some rap shit. But what about Jamie Foxx, man? What you hear about what happened? Um look man. Look, Jamie Foxx, all we know, right? Let me get Kiki off of it. All we know about Jamie Foxx is this and this alone. Um, Jamie Foxx had an issue on set, a medical issue on set, was rushed to the hospital, was in the hospital for quite a bit of time. Um, but the funny thing about it was nobody knew what happened to him, what was going on, and we didn't get any updates. Uh, and so now they're deciding to get in the street looking okay. So... It's a big mystery. Uh, we're happy that he's doing great. All the prayers are up and sent out. But, you know, do we actually deserve a, a uh, explanation? No, truthfully. Do we want an explanation? Yeah, because we don't know what the heck happened. We don't know, you know, what transpired. Everybody was just left to wonder. And it's okay. That's his life. He can do it because he's Jamie Foxx. But you got, you got a lot more than just, you got a lot of people out here that love and care for you. This is, just like, this is, this are we ever going to get a real situational condition? I don't know what the comments say. Sure. This but, yeah. is the new. This is the new. Faking your like, not faking your death, but faking your long long term illness. Yeah. Because he needed some time away. They definitely set up some way for him to like disappear for the last six months. I mean, this is definitely interesting. I hope he's healthy. I definitely don't wish anything negative on um one of. One of the legends, man, Jamie Foxx. But yeah. that shit is, that, that whole story was, it was weird. weird. But he deserves his privacy, though, too. Yeah. And like like Erica said, at a minimum, you can say thanks for your prayers and all that good stuff. But we just like, there's he no. He might need closure. His clone might come back. It might be one of those situations where he comes back, they're going to be like, that ain't Jamie. Or something and while he was filming the movie, they cloned Tyro. Sure. His clone came on. Maybe. <laughs> Might have been perfect okay. time. Okay. All right. I'm gonna let you have that. I ain't All gonna right. go in, I ain't going to that that treasure trove you got. So let's roll Look. right on. Let's roll right on to the uh to the blow in the White House. <laughs> Cocaine in the White House. Here's here's the thing, okay? All right, I, I get it. Um cocaine in the White House. There was cocaine in the White House. Mm. I'm not saying like I mean, we all expect it to be cocaine in the White House. I don't know. I do. But the mere fact that there's cocaine in the White House, they did an investigation and they say, you know what? We don't, we can't figure out who it, whose it was. We're just going to close it. We're just going to close the case of us finding a bag of cocaine in the White House. Yeah, you know, just chalk it up to just, just un, unclaimed coke. 
unclaimed White House pure cocaine. <laughs> I know who's it was, and I ain't going to say because I ain't no snitch. But wait, but wait. You know, this is the same White House that, you know, if 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 anthrax is found in the mail, I mean, they shut the whole place down. We get a bag, a little bag of cocaine found, and nobody, there are no cameras to see who it came from. Shit is ridiculous. It's unbelievable, man. Like, I, all right, that's it for that. Only <laughs> you can see my side on the podcast yeah, when you listen to it. But, I mean, like, like I said, it's a lot of people that do coke. It's a lot of people that do coke. And there was another, um, I saw a story right of this dude that was um he was dating this girl the coke was in the background right he's dating this girl you know they hung out he's hanging out for a while for a good while they were getting serious then she decided like at a family function you know to pull him to the side and say hey i just wanted to let you know you know yeah i do co- i do cocaine from time to time <laughs> i do cocaine from time to time i don't do it crazy but you know that's why i get into this no this is a story online I wish I could find. I should find it, but uh, the man immediately ended the ended the relationship at that point. Is that <laughs> is that grounds determination? I mean, personally, you know, <laughs> I do. maybe she was getting comfortable, too comfortable enough. It was like, all right, I want to tell you the real me, and so I want I you do. to partake. Yes, this is grounds determination. I do cocaine from time to time. Is yes, what she said when she put it to the side at the function. Yes. Why you gotta tell me that at a function? Why you can't tell me that before we go out? So basically, what you're telling me is you're trying to get a little, you trying to get a little frisky right in the neck. She probably wanted a bump right in the neck. She was like, you know what? Let me go ahead and just let me go ahead and just put my cards on the table. <laughs> but he said, "Fuck that! He ain't playing no more. He picked his cards up and left." Yeah, all the way up. Full transparency got exactly what she needed. His story is on the page. You're right, four one zero. The story on the page. Um. It's it's one of those things where hold on, oh that's the wrong one. I'm tripping, but it's one of those things where that full transparency gets you caught up. And I and I, I would rather you tell. She did the right thing to, for him. I would rather you tell, tell me uh, that you're doing what you're doing before we get deeper into it. And then I find out like on the humble. I guess she felt like comfortable enough to say, all right, let's take this to the next level. Let's do this together. Maybe do a little bump while we had to cook out. <laughs> and he was he wasn't going for it. The story is on the page. It's on our page. We did talk about it. And you change your you change your oh okay, these and that's matter. I love that 410 beer. Change this picture. But look, long story short, if you're doing cocaine, tell your partner ahead of time so you don't get too serious in it. Um <laughs> you know what what can you what can you say to that? All right. Seriously. I got one more, one more controversial story that I want to share here. Okay. Now, let's see here. There is, I won't say where, but there's a McDonald's out there that has this posted in their restaurant. Okay. They say this is a no quit restaurant because we feel that many situations can be resolved. It's the policy of the restaurant that an employee cannot quit until he or she talks to the restaurant manager or the area supervisor now keep in mind okay keep in mind that this this particular state is an at-will employee state okay and you have a a whole policy in your store that it is no quit 
no quit restaurant. So you basically telling them, telling your employee, you can't quit when you feel like it. You got to have a conversation before you do anything. How do you feel about that? Huh? I don't understand what the hell, what the hell are they talking about? They're basically saying, if you want to quit working here, you can't just up and quit. Well, okay. what? Well, what are they going to do? <laughs> I don't know. They got, oh. they got me all the way. They got me all the way fucked up. So if, <laughs> if, 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 if it's time for me to go, mm-hmm. I'm I'm throwing my goddamn fry basket down. I'm putting my my gloves. I'm taking them off. Fuck the name tag, and I'm out of there, bro. And they <laughs> no quit. So I gotta wait around and talk to Sally. And say, look, wait. look, Sally. You know my time here at McDonald's is over. Oh, okay. Well, we're going to sign you out. You know, nah, nah. The first time a customer gets on my nerves and throws some shit at me <laughs> or cusses me out, I'm out of there. Bro. Eric, Eric says, F y'all. So what happens if you just stop showing up? Exactly. They're going to make you pay them. <laughs> you you got to call before you not show up. I don't, I don't understand that. I, so, I just think this, this is the twilight zone. Yeah, I think people are uh, people with with ideas like that. You're being a little unrealistic. And, what, and then, and then out, of all, like out of all companies, it's McDonald's. Right? It's McDonald's. They're playing as if like, yeah, they ain't okay. I mean, they hired 20 people and and only two survived like the first 48 hours. So it's just what it is. Kids ain't built the same, man. They're not I, built the I same. I wish I wish McDonald's would. You can't, you can't quit. You can't leave. You have to sit here and talk to, man. What are you talking about? I don't know. I have no clue whatsoever. I, that that sound makes no sense. They need to do it. They need to get away, get away from that. So look, I feel, I feel for you guys, you, you McDonald's workers out there. You know, keep fighting that good fight. So I feel for you. All right, look, we don't get away from that. We rolling right through. Let's talk about the one thing that's getting you um that's that's been rattling you up a little bit. You wanna talk about the uh, top fifty. Yeah, so I've been waiting. I've been waiting, <laughs> I've been waiting to have a nice, you know, a top nice 50. good rap conversation on the all dressed up podcast, right? For one though, you know we love some rap talk, rap music, Erica. You know what Kate Dizzle did when he brought Buster Rhymes Stop. up there and Stop. had conversation against Jay-Z. Stop. So tonight, we're a little late, but I'm going to talk about Billboard's top 50 rap groups. I'm trying to get this chat working back, bro. So okay. I'm going to talk about the Billboard's top 50 rap group list. And pretty much it's a top 50 of all time. I didn't look and see, you know, what year they cut it off, but I was looking at the list, mm-hmm. and the list, is, the list is just all over the place for for one. First of all, and and um, the top the top ten, they just have a whole bunch of legendary groups that they just put up there in no particular order. They knew their list was trash, so they put Outkast at number one just so you can have some conversation about it. But uh, they did it, uh, yeah. So, so let me. So it's awful. Buster finally got his flowers at the BET Awards. You're 100% correct. I don't know why chat not working this night. Run DMC has always been your favorite. I see, me, I see the chat on the screen. You see the chat on the screen? Perfect. I don't see it on mine. But let me do this really quick. I didn't mean to do that. Close that. 
Um, but let me do this. Let me put this list up because I don't even know why. Okay, I don't even know why City Girls is on this list. All right, so let's talk about. Let's start, do, this start, is the start at the bottom. And I'm starting about, at the bottom. Talk about. Go ahead and just go through the list and talk about people that you wouldn't even even had it had it been. You wouldn't even have been clued. So, uh, first of all, City Girls is on this list. Okay. They're number forty-eight. It's MOP. Yeah, you know they had they had a high joint. Um, forty-nine black stars at forty-nine. Sweet baby Jesus. Um, City girls. I don't know why they're here. City um, girls and race race murder. Why are they here? Why are they even on this list? I, there are plenty of there are plenty of groups that could have been on this list that aren't on this list. Yank Yank Twins. Okay. Pete Rock and CL Smooth, okay. Chris Cross, they are there because they came at a time where they did something transformational. They were Real different. Pioneers. Real pioneers. Kid and play, okay. Legendary. Heavy, yeah, heavy D and the boys. They're pretty low. Yeah. Um, little brother, yes. All right. Now we're getting into something that's supposed to be here, right? Onyx, okay. Slum Village, big timers. Stop right there. <laughs> Stop right. Why you go do why you go why you so, go like your big timers? So you this put, is all rap groups. This is all put, rap groups. You put big timers on the list of number 38. Yeah. And you separate them listen. from the hot boys. So you're mm. telling me Manny Fresh and Baby made your top 50 by themselves. Carry on, Kinkos. <laughs> Eight ball and MJG. They're a little low for me. Hieroglyphics, I got to do my research on that. Um, Far side, yes, they were transformation. Brand Nubian, yes. Goody Mob, mm, Two Live Crew, and Boogie Down Productions. Okay, all right. We're getting into we're getting into a little further. Clips, okay. Gangstar, yes. Ghetto Boys, a little low. DJ Jazzy Jeff. Ghetto Boys is at twenty-eight. This is this is a little low, and I'm being I'm being nice in that. Okay, um, Slim or well, Slum Village. Slum Village makes the list because the, you only know of certain hits from them, but they they've written a lot, and they are a phenomenal group. They are really a phenomenal group. A lot of this stuff didn't make a whole lot of the radio, some, but some villages, some villages, group. yeah, they're a phenomenal group. Um, DJ Jazzy Zaff and the Fresh Prince, yes, because they were the first group to win, I think, was it a uh, Grammy? First app, rap album to win a Grammy? Yeah. Uh, EPMD, There's the Hot Boys, um, Diplomats, Sugar Hill Gang, The Locks, Bone Thugs, and Harmony. Uh, wow. Okay. 20, UGK, 19G Unit. 3-6 Mafia at 18, Cypress Hill 17, Beastie Boys, Naughty by Nature, Fuji's, Mob Deep, Grandmaster Flash, and the Furious Five. And you have the Migos at 11. Now, I'm going to say why they put the Migos at 11. Because the Migos, even though you may not agree with it as far as, um, as far hero is oh their west coast group but top 50 um the migos is at number 11 because 
the Migos are partially the pioneers who brought the music industry back to Atlanta. I'm going to say that. I don't. I don't give a damn. <laughs> back to Atlanta. Back to Decatur. But you cannot put the Migos ahead of the locks on any. You cannot put the Migos place. ahead of the locks. Mob Deep. The by nature. They you can't put, put the Migos them. ahead of the Fugees. You man. can't put them ahead of the Beastie Boys. What are we talking? Three Six Mafia. G Unit. UGK, Eight Ball, and MJG. I'm they sorry. Put the Migos All right. G Unit. All right, so let's keep going. We're we're in the top ten. This is okay. painful. That's ten. Such a, the eleven the eleven on down section. 11, yeah, that's painful. 20, that shit right there is what tore the system apart. That's painful. Um, the Roots at ten, De La Soul nine, Salt and Pepper eight. Um, yeah, Eric B and Rakim, Public Enemy, Run DMC. A tribe called Quest, NWA, Wu Tang, and Outcast. Okay. So, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> obviously, 11 through 20 is just awful. 410, who are you talking about? It's not top 50. Who's not top 50 oh, right now? So, look at the top 10. The Roots, De La Soul, Salt and Pepper, Eric B and Rockin', Public Enemy, Run DMC. Tribe Called Quest, NWA, Wu-Tang, Outkast. I still have to put, in my opinion, the locks has, have to take <laughs> salt and pepper out of here. You hear me? The locks, the locks got to take salt and pepper out of here. Okay. And I'm not just trying to go with the only females. In the oh, they are souls of mischief. You're right. You're right. Oh, okay. Yeah, hieroglyphics. Hieroglyphics are souls of mystery. Okay. Um, and then he says the Migos maybe in a few more years. I'm not maybe. saying the Migos can't be top fifty because what they did in the in the industry in, in the rap game was very, um, what's the word? It was refreshing. Like a lot of people saw them come, thought they were going to be a flash, and they stuck around and really made a wave and changed music. But I can't put them at eleven. I can't put them ahead of the locks again. Like that's just one of my groups where yeah. we're talking about rap. You gotta put them you gotta put the Migos after them. The Migos are the reason where music is where it is right now. That's a, that's a true statement. It's a very true statement. Do you agree that, or disagree? Is that a good thing? I I'm not saying whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. But I, mean, I, I am still, saying I still think the Migos sound though is not exactly the sound that is right now. Like in no. twenty twenty three the sound has changed even from the Migos because yeah. it's getting even more different. You know what I'm saying? But the Migos definitely had a good strong run from 2000 and probably 2017 to 2021. I agree. They shouldn't, they shouldn't be nowhere near even at 25 or 30. I think they may be in the top 50 just because like I said, what they did to music, um, 48 kickoff city girls, I, you know, I don't even I think know. I think they just didn't want the list to look misogynistic. But you know, there there are some, you know, better groups out there. Like I can't I can't say I'd have uh, I can't say I'd have the roots in my top ten. No. You you can't have the roots in your top ten? I can't say I might I don't think the roots just locked in a top ten spot for mm. me. Mm. You know, because I'm still thinking about Certain groups that were like really, 
really uh what's the word uh they just had so much impact like g-unit had had some strong impact the locks had strong impact on the rap game mm-hmm. and they had long runs and they put out a lot of content like outcast had outcast had yeah, a historic run had a historic run and a lot of these groups like between those early 2000 eras were really like shit i'm gonna give you an honorable mention you might laugh at me but the saint lunatics i'm gonna laugh at you it's other it's other i don't no i don't there. i don't take anything serious than during the nelly sweat and suit era we don't <laughs> do that um no, yeah, Missy and Timberland. You ain't, you ain't like uh, Murphy Lee. Murphy Lee. Yeah, you ain't fuck with Murphy Lee. No, not really. Okay, you know, I ain't really. You know, he had what two hits? Nah, Missy and Timberland weren't a group. You can't you can't attach them at the hip, even though they both produced a lot of uh, mm-hmm. a lot of great music. I had I didn't know that uh, that Missy was behind so much. No, oh, you tripping? If High Boys is on there, Master P and Tru should be on there. I agree with that. I, I agree with that too. I, I agree, agree with that, that too. Um, but that's a, that's I, I wouldn't agree. That, that Bob City girls off and Ray Sherman off. That's uh, Ray Sherman and Ray Sherman had one hit. This is this is the Billboard top fifty. Ray Sherman had one hit. No, the Neptunes are considered a producer group, and not considered yeah, a rap group. And that they they did an album, but they they not they considered producer what in that. Not, not that. Um, but Ray Sherman had one hit. How would you put them in the top fifty greatest of all times when they only had one hit? And that was Black Beatles. How? And I don't I don't even know why you even have City Girls on there. I'm I'm so I'm so perplexed at this point. That uh, somebody in the room said this list will not have any credibility. If we do not put the city girls on there, I think it was built. It's all built on controversy. It's all built supposedly on controversy, so people can talk about it. Uh, yes, a ball and MJG should be way higher. A ball and um, MJG are at number thirty-seven. Yeah, just one ahead of the Ben Timers, manufactured, <laughs> which is crazy. And so had me at the chokehold. Yeah, Black Beatles. I mean. I was you got exhausted every time you heard that song when it came uh, after a while. It was just crazy. That girl is a real crowd Okay. All right, so look. Enough of that. We ain't gonna go to that. So One hit and you on the top fifty? So look, we talking about the new top five, right? Let's talk yes. about the new top five. So what's been going around town in my rap talk and my rap groups of conversations and things that I saw on social media is that Biggie and Tupac might no longer need to be in the top five. Was Two Live Crew? Let's say, let's answer Mike Stewart's question before we go. Was, he, was Two Live Crew on the list? No, Two Live Crew was not on the list. Yeah, they were number thirty-two. Were they? Oh, they were number. They were, they were one ahead of Good, a Goody Mob, two ahead of Brand Newbie, one behind Boogie Down Productions. Oh, I stand corrected. I stand corrected. Yeah, now they're on the list. So, so is that? Let me ask that first question because this is where we're going to really have a good conversation. Is Big and Tupac? Is Big and yeah? Thank you for for putting the number. Is Big and Tupac's reign in hip hop as far as their content or their catalog 
is it not long enough for them to still be in the top five in today's conversation with all the new artists over the past 20 years? Go K Dizzle. Absolutely is long enough. Absolutely is long enough. I mean, there's no question. And you can talk about, okay, if they had, they they each have about four albums at minimum, right? Okay. Each of them have four albums at minimum, okay? And we're talking about undeniable quality, okay? Exactly. Erica said it right on the nail on the head. Their music is timeless. Are we, when, um, we talk, when, we, when we talk about the top five list, mm-hmm. are we only talking music? Or are we also talking cultural impact and every and every other like thing that came with? It? I mean, we're talking about if we're going to talk about top five dead or alive, we're talking about you got to be almost go to status, and it's got to encompass all of those things. So, um, you know, cultural impact, um, cultural change, um, and also lyricism, and you talking about storytelling. So you get all three of them things. You know, Big has two albums, unless you're counting the double CD. Big has Respect. He's has um no, he's got Born to Die. He's got Born to Die. Uh, ready to die. Ready, ready to die. Ready to die. Death. He's got Life After Death. Okay. He's got Ready to Die and Life After Death, which is the devil CD. Okay. Tupac's got Tupac's got Machiavelli. He's got the double he's got the double CD. Stop it. He's got the double CD of um, come on, help me out, man. I'm slipping. Tupac's double CD that had like hold everything on. on it. They had ambitions of a rider and all that on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Come on, man. What is wrong with my thinking tonight? Hold yeah, we ain't, we ain't counting anything after that. Um, What's the yeah ready to die? Life had to do that. Had ambitions of a rider on it. You see what Sal said? Talking about Fresh Prince being top five. Fresh Princes, they're on the list all, because they want a Grammy. All eyes on me. All eyes on me. All eyes on me? Yeah. Tupac had All Eyes on Me, which was a double disc that had 20, 20 hits on it. And he had Machiavelli. And he had... Um, all Eyes on Me and Machiavelli. And he had one before that. What? I forgot what it was called, but he had, he had an album before that. Oh, strictly for my uh strictly for my next 93. Yeah. Okay. So even with just the two, right? He started he started it all with run DNC. Stop. So you're, so you're saying Big and Pac still in your top five. Big and Pac are definitely still in my top all five. All right, so who's your top five? You're not taking right. Biggie and Pac out. And, and let me do this in top. let me do this in no particular order because That's I don't right. want to start the argument. That's okay. Right. Okay, Biggie, Tupac, Jay Z, okay. Um, it comes to Nas, and my last spot. Mm, I gotta give it to him. I gotta give it to him. Um, Eminem. I gotta give it to Eminem. Uh, you know, it's between it's between it's between him oh. and um, him and Rakim. And I, I might. Oh, I so so you said you said Biggie, Tupac, Jay Z, Nas. And Eminem. Yep. Okay. So that's a hell of a list, Kate Dizzle. Yep. Wow. I appreciate how you ran it off with no <laughs> fear. You didn't stutter. You said it with confidence and you stood behind your decision. But I'm going to tell you, for some reason, people have been talking about rap 
and like Tupac's rapping ability. And I've been hearing a lot of people talk about he wasn't the best rapper. Like, you know, like he was everything else and like rap kind of came with it. But I don't know where, you know, you people are getting that idea from because Tupac had some classics and I'm talking about a good 20 to 25 strong hits. So my top five still going to have Tupac and Big Hit. I can't classify Drake as a rapper. <laughs> and, and here we go, right? Everybody's gonna look at me and say, "Oh, I can't believe this no. this guy's gonna come on here and hate on Drake." Hate are on you him. hate? Are you hating on him? Drake is one of the best entertainers of the last era, right? Mm-hmm. Because he's so versatile. Like he's very talented. He can act, sing, dance, rap. You know, very marketable talent. But in my opinion, he's not going to wrap his way out of a cypher when it comes down to putting him on stage with a Jada, you know, a Wayne, and really making him have to wrap himself out. Like, every album that Drake put out had about four four real hard-body rap songs on it. Mm. And he always put out 16 to 20-track albums. He never put out short albums. No. So if you go back and you revisit all of Drake's albums, he had a lot of singing, a you, lot of dancing. Are you putting him on your top five though? No, that's what I'm trying you to do. Say. It, yeah. So, so I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to include other rappers who people are trying to put in the top five. This is the whole point of the conversation. Okay. Because people are trying to put Drake in their top five. Okay. And well, I'm not going to come out here and just try to you know hate on you because you put Drake in the top five. But my question is, who are you removing? If you do that, because my top five, I'm gonna have Tupac, Biggie, Jay Z, Scarface, okay, and Lil Wayne, okay, okay. And I know my list is gonna sound controversial. A lot of people are going to no, no, no. It's fine, absolutely fine. But please come and message me on Instagram. <laughs> you know I have streams on IG again. Tupac, Biggie. Jay-Z, Scarface, and Wayne are in my top five. Okay, so like Erica said, Wayne is in hers. Wayne is strong. Face is strong, too, because I was, you know, I'm, I'm always leaning towards Face. I wouldn't put, for me, I wouldn't put him in my top five. I know he's top ten for sure. Same too, same with Wayne. Well, um, well, well my, my uh, Nas is close for me. Mm-hmm. Nas is very close for me, but I have a personal, like, Wayne, I grew up with Wayne. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I came in on the end of Jay-Z's like early beginning, but mm-hmm. I did a lot of research, studied him and like listen to all his early shit. And that's why I definitely put Jay-Z up in my time. Right. You know, Kyle Vogel. I grew up with Wayne on there. Mm-hmm. Like the mixtape, there's a there's a mixtape, um, not even give a, a free uh free promo, but there's a mixtape documentary coming out. A mixtape documentary that's coming out. Mm-hmm. And they show Jada and Wayne talking and, and that's really what Took rap to a whole nother level in the in the two thousands because that mixtape that mixtape run was crazy. Like Erica could probably attest to it because we're around the same age too. And if Wayne's in her top five, she can tell you those mixtapes were better than a lot of people's studio album. Mm. Well, the same way you say you grew up on Wayne, I grew up on Nas. So, so you're gonna have um, a different feel. I'm gonna have a different Nas. feel behind it. You know, I'm gonna have a definitely a different feel about it. And Wayne was crazy. You know, Wayne's been crazy ever since he, you know, he, he dropped with the Hot Boys. And and he is a phenomenal rapper. 
It's, we're, we're all talking, you know, uh, objectively or subjectively because of our affinities to who we who we got. Now, to say that just because they have a short album span or career, you know, due to life being what life is, um, taking them out of the top five just because of that, you cannot deny. You cannot deny the talent. Their last, their last impact he does on, just like Erica said, the, the music is timeless. Yeah. So, so Mike says, um, uh, Rakim, Big, Wayne, Jay, and Nas. So, so he, he bumps two, it bumps Tupac gets bumped down. So it sounds like that fifth, that well, fifth he spot. Put, he put Nas in, and that fifth spot's mm-hmm. always open for interpretation. Like you had Eminem, mm-hmm. I had, I had really Scarface because Wayne's yeah. in my top three. And, um, you know, I think, uh, you can easily start talking about Jada somewhere yeah. coming up in the strong. Yeah, you can in ten. Yeah, in the ten within the first ten. But but, but I'm not mad. I feel you, Eric. <laughs> look, 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 Tupac, Tupac's on my wall in the studio behind me, Eric. So I'm with you. You know, but at the end of the day, bro, you you can't put drinking in the top five right now. Not at you all. Can't, you can't put Rick Ross. Not at all. You can't put Rick Ross in the top five. Uh, who else could you even consider from this time right now? From J. nobody Cole, from this time. J. Cole, J. Cole and Kendrick. Could you Erica J. Cole and Kendrick. Erica Styles. Erica said Rough Riders. I'm not I'm not even putting that up there. Um could you, could you put J. Cole and Kendrick in the top five? No. I can't put them there yet. Four one O's got Scarface, Jada, Red Man, Jay and Nas. So oh, I know working out too much. You know, <laughs> you no, but if, hey. you have, if you got red man in your top five and you don't have Tupac with Biggie in your top five, well, here's the here's the here's the two that we know that are undeniable, undeniable, right? Smoking and I think you know I have. I told oh, you. See, see. How can you retire? How can you retire that? How can you retire that? That's like saying, that's like saying, I'm going to retire Michael Jordan, or I'm going to retire, um, you know, Magic Johnson. Is that you know? possible? You no. So what no. he's saying is what I asked. Basically, can you yeah. put them? Can you basically put them on like an exempt? Can you Mount put Rushmore? them on the shelf? Can, can you? Oh, can you put them on a Mount Rushmore? I guess the, he's saying you're putting them on like an exempt. But why? But well, why would you do that just to add more? Then then you have a top seven. Because you're not you're not you understand what I'm saying? You're not replacing them. Yeah. You're just adding you're just adding more rappers to the conversation so yeah. you don't have to argue about Tupac and Biggie. So and and the thing about it is if we're looking at it, we're really looking at it, right? Two that are undeniable that I think everybody's putting on their list. Well, either or it's gonna be one, Jay Z, right? And two, Biggie. Biggie and Jay-Z are the undeniables. Everybody else can kind of go go with the flow or however they feel at that point. Um, but those are, if you're going to put uh, rappers that have, you know, that are, are on the Mount Rushmore, those are two that are definitely going to be there. You think, might as well, go ahead. I don't want to cut you off, but I don't, I don't necessarily think you cannot have Tupac in there with that. Wherever you put Biggie, for me, you gotta put Tupac. Yeah. For me, 
for me. So it's hard for me to just say Jay-Z and Biggie and leave Tupac out. That doesn't make sense to me. But, again, I don't know how you're going to get anybody else. Like, like could, could Kendrick and J. Cole get to a top five? Can any of these rappers that are out right now get into that spot at any point in their career? Or in the top gonna, five? Yes. Or are we going to have to wait for future rappers to come out to get into that conversation? I mean, um, I think Jake, I think Kendrick can get close. I think Jake, J. Cole, I think both of them can get close. Um, I even think, you know, um, um, Corday can get close. Okay. If so he has a phenomenal about, career. So but, let's um, talk about Kendrick. Be specific real quick. I want to ask okay. you a question. Do you know music? What would Kendrick Lamar personally have to do from this point on to be entered into the top five greatest rapper alive conversation? He just got to continue to make phenomenal albums. And then, because the thing about Kendrick, even in this short career that he's had thus far in the limelight, we're not talking about the overall because we know he's been in the game forever um, since uh, the early 2000s. Um, he, when he drops music, he does culturally shift the wave or whatever it is at that point. I'm going to say, you know what I'm saying? So, because look, remember that song, uh, humble, be humble. That song has been played in, in public schools. That song has been played in all the dances. They're requesting that song. That song was been played in the white house. This kid, this guy has taken music, uh, and trans, not only just transform it, but he can move across any, any area of of um, any part of the culture, he can move across it, and um, the dude's killing it. I want to tell you, I went I went to the uh, Baltimore Museum of Art today, right? Mm -hmm. Shout out to my baby Shanae because she had a great idea. She had, she had knew an artist she had went to school with that had a painting that she had down there at the hip hop exhibit that was uh, today was the last day. Mm -hmm. They had a hip hop exhibit that was phenomenal, man. I'm talking about it was fifteen dollars a ticket. And it was worth it all the way around. So if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see I posted a whole bunch of pictures of like art that was relative to hip hop. So there was a room you could go in and there was two like 20 foot screens sitting next to each other playing like this documentary style video. And I guess the theme was Good Kid Mad City because it had Compton and different mm -hmm. shots of just showing like what the whole culture is about, like different fake shots of the people you know, different little games, uh, shots, and, like, showing the band from, like, Good Kid Mad City that he had driving around. Yeah. And as they were playing Kendrick's music, you know, you would see how everything was tied together between the culture. Uh, you know, there was, like, a drive-by that went down in the video and everything. Like, if you, if you could get a chance to see it, I think the video's on YouTube. I mean, Kendrick Lamar is out of this world talented. Mm-hmm. Right, and I think if anybody could get in the top five, it'd be Kendrick. Yeah, but, but Erica says keep being consistent, and you says he's got to put out. You say he's got to put out more good albums, but how? He's got to he's, he's got to be consistent with the work he's been putting out. But Biggie put. But here's the argument: Biggie had two. Mm -hmm. So how many albums does Kendrick have to put out well, to get into that conversation, well, or is that not a fair? That's not a fair comparison. Gotcha. Because because Biggie at his time was transformational and his time was cut short. Tupac at that same time was transformational and his time was cut so, short. So it was not you, fair. You tell these kids that they don't they can hear us saying that, but they're not going to understand because they didn't live through it. 
you know, well, they, they're, they're gonna see the body of work and be like, how can you keep my man Kendrick out? How can you keep my man Kendrick out? Or how can you keep my man Cole out of the top five when he put out four four great albums? Mm. Look, uh, uh, 4-1-0 brings up a valuable, valuable comment. When is the last time y'all listened to Kendrick? I'll wait. I just listened to King Kunton the, the other day. And like um, Sal said, albums are also not as popular today as well. And as you have the ability to stream whatever you want, playlists are a lot more popular. And certain songs are still in playlists like you just listen to King Kunton. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll listen to Good Kid, Mad City all the way through right now. Right. If I was to put it on. Right. Like, it's, it's, it's great content. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't tell you a Drake album I can play from start to finish. We, well, you got you to gotta remember, like you, like you just said, there are kids that grew up with Drake. So all they know from the core is Drake and his run. And so they're going to put in, they're always going to be in top, in the top five category for them. Now, I'll play, I, I would listen to Thank You Later all the way through. I yeah, I will you, play. I will play. Thank what you album? Later. What Drake album can you play from start to finish? Thank me later for me. Thank me later, because it's, the further he got down the road, he had way more pop and way more dance and singing type music. Right, and he took away those hard body rap songs that he that he would have. Eric what? says, "Take care, take care" is a classic album, but I wouldn't. There's probably like three songs, four songs I would skip. But thank me later. I will play all the way. Through. Okay, okay, I can. Okay, I can agree with that. I'm looking at the. I'm looking at the list. And that does make sense. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, more albums is the answer. Some of the great had many albums with a lot of filler, as Jay Z said, said about Nas. He averaged one classic. But see, that's why. But see, that's why I keep reiterating, this right? When people who were not around to really experience those times, when they start to break down just stats in the future, mm-hmm. they're gonna say those two, those few rappers are around for cultural impact. You can't really say they're gonna have more content to like compare to a Drake or a J Cole because they were around to rap for so much longer. You see, but but their content to mm-hmm. me is still superior to all these guys. Yeah, it's fair. Now, where would you rank? Where would y'all rank Old Dirty? Because his first album is classic. Oh no, buddy was <laughs> That's like saying you know that's that's like saying the youngins would say you know Pop Smoke first and only album was a classic. I mean, like, that's like that, that's like Juice World. Like Juice he just, World. They, yeah. Like, they, let's talk about this this young man. Like he had a huge cultural impact on these young. You know these young kids, and I can't say that I felt that because I'm not in that demographic. So when they argue and say, "Well, his run while he was alive puts him in the top five. obviously, mm. obviously, you and me are gonna look at no. It so fuck out of here. Now we're <laughs> we're we're gonna say the same thing. Same thing I'll say about old, you know ODB. Same thing I say about you know um, Juice World. Um, same thing we'll say about XX Tenacon. Um, Tentacion. I can't yeah, never X, say it right. XXL was a bad X, Yeah, so, and and we can also say the same thing about Pop Smoke. They all had waves, 
they all were popular at one time, but they weren't like making huge cultural shifts into taking taking it to a different era. But you also, um, but you also, before we, before I forget too, you also have a whole different way. Like, like Mike said, they're not selling. Oh no, Sal said they're not selling albums. They're not making albums. YouTube is a whole nother way. Mm-hmm. It's about a good five to ten artists that crush it on YouTube. Yeah, like their their music videos play. At like high in the millions, like on replay, like the NBA Young Boy, for example, he's got a whole like cult fan base following. You know what I'm saying? And there's other rappers like him, like Uzi Burt. You know, these young kids are gonna start talking about these guys should be in the top five and top ten list because if you look at their view, their view count on YouTube, they're getting fifty, a hundred million, you know, crazy amounts of views. Views don't mean it's a good song. It just means it's popular. <laughs> it just means it's been on TikTok long enough, apparently, because that's that's what the New World Order is. If it's on long enough for tick, TikTok and to get popular, that's where you get views from. Hey, 410, uh, your time five was crazy, 410. I'm going to have to talk to you about that. Because, <laughs> you he, was, he retired. Mr. He Hip-Hop retired Biggie and Tupac. What do you mean you retired? I can't. I don't know. I don't know what he's talking about. You know, four one is in a whole different category himself. But look, the state of the state of hip hop, the state of R and B, and state of mu- music is is three different things. I will say this: I will say that R and B is in a great place. R and B is in a great place. We got people like um, Shanae Aiko. We got people like Coco Jones. We got people like Ari Lennox. We got people like um, Lucky Day. We got people like Giveon. We got people, you know, that are really crushing it, uh, making good music. Uh, Hip hop, totally different category. Totally different category. You know, who's on top right now? Ice Spice. Uh, Huh? Yeet. I can barely pronounce it. I was on Instagram. This kid came out on stage in the UK because... A lot of these white kids are out here going to these shows, and they got seas and waves of people. Mm-hmm. So in the UK, Yeet, Y-E-A-T comes out. And you would think, he's <laughs> Michael Jackson out this motherfucker. And I go on Instagram, and I comment. I'm like, this is this person here. I don't know who they are. Listen, Capers. I said, this person here was sent secretly to destroy hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> and all I, got, all I got in response was, Shut the fuck up, old man. <laughs> Go sit down, old you man. Know, um, you know, even, you know, we got Lil Uzi Vert. We got Ice Spice. We got, um, who else? We got, um, who's seen it? What's on, what's on the radio right now? Pound Town. Uh, Lotto, Lotto can rap. She's got some decent music. Um, Lotto, we got a uh, little baby. You got a little baby. Um, who else you got? Still pushing the uh, popular. Uh, yeah, you got Glorilla. YG. You got YG. Glorilla. You got YG. Glorilla. Um, I just, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I can't. You know, some of it, most of it, for for me, 
And I think you see the industry, all of, all of the other guys saying, you know, it's in a rough spot right now. And that's, that has nothing to do with, with the people themselves as people is just saying that, Hey, we're not seeing the same quality of music as that we're used to. I think we are uh, just listening to what's being fed to us and it's not all that great. And because it is, because when it, when it's fed to us, it becomes a quote unquote representation of, of what the state of hip hop is when that, when that well, usually is not the case. You know, you know what I think it is? K-Bizzle. Go ahead. Help me out. I think sexy I think, red. Yeah. I, I think, don't even know. I think what it is, is this, this, this product. All I know is my, you know, she say, she's saying the first eight bars, my booty hole Brown. And, and that's on the radio. She's performing in schools. But so, anyway, this product, this product that's coming out right now, that's, that's, I guess, making money for somebody can be easily duplicated. So if I can find a look to run with this type of music, because I can take a body and a, and a person and an image and have them rap this shit that people are writing, because it's not hard for a person to go out and rap an Ice Spice song. Mm-hmm. The whole thing about Ice Spice is her, her look. Mm-hmm. It's not really about what she's rapping. And that's the thing about all these people. It's about image and popularity. And, and these guys can duplicate these talents without having to wait for the next best, the next best, most talented rapper. Yeah. We're not looking. Here's the thing. And as a true, you know, a true art, I love music, true love of music. I am not looking for the same music that I'm used to or the music that I grew up on. I'm looking for new, innovative, creative ideas and ways to, to, to present your music. What we have right now, it just feels like it's it's dummy down. Um, and there's no real, there's no artistry to it. I don't, just, think, I don't think it's ever going to get back, though. I'm not asking it to, it don't have to get back. What I'm saying is it's got to be something else other than this, because for me, this ain't it. And for a lot of people who sharing the same, you know, same sentiment, this, this ain't it. Um, so yeah, I think what's missing is diversity in rap, fl- rap styles, flows, and lyrics. 100%. Everybody's got to, they, they're all feeding the algorithm. They're all using the auto tune and using it the same way, using the same type of music. Uh, and it just, you just get lost, you get lost in the waves because they all, they all sound similar. They all sound similar and it's hard. You know, people love, you know, loving baby. You know, they love, they love a little baby. They love little, uh, little Dirk new song, but it all sounds the same to me. They can have a great, you can have, you know, a great story behind it, but it all feels the same. But, but again, they did that because that's going to play all day long on TikTok. Mm-hmm. That all my life shit is going to yeah. be cut up and played all around the world in different commercials and TikTok. Yeah. And, and, and that's the wave of music. And you know what? Adrian brings up a very good point, Adrian. Like you exactly. said, a lot of the hits, nothing's, that original. Are, uh, nothing's original. A lot of it are just sample music from already hits that were out there in the music from the nineties and even the two thousands. So it's a little tough, man. Even um, even Nicki Minaj did, just did Super Freak in two thousand twenty two. 
Well, like out of all out of all the years she's been in the game, and Nicki Minaj is a legend in the whole right. Absolutely. But out of all the years she's been in the game, she waited until twenty twenty two to do Super Freak for Robert Jack. That's crazy. I, you know what? Let me say something controversial right this moment. You think they made her do it? No, 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 no. I'm going to say something con- quite controversial right now. I would put as as far as uh, one of the greatest female lyricists of all time, for me in my book, she might be number one. Over Lauren Hill? Over Lauren Hill and over Lil' Kim. But what if she don't write her shit? I, I, can't, I can neither confirm or deny that. <laughs> I can only go on the bus. What if she told you she didn't write her shit? You know, would that, MC change, like, that, would that you know, change your opinion? Look, 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 look. Erica said cap. Erica said cap. Who you who are you putting above who are you putting above her? If Nicki Minaj yeah. told you that Safari over, wrote if if she told you she didn't write her shit, yes, would that Adrian, change your opinion. Yes, Adrian over Missy Elliott. I will put her over Missy Elliott because I put Missy Elliott as an R and B artist before I would put her as a rapper. But you didn't answer the question. What? If Nikki admitted to not writing her music, would you still feel the same? Would I still feel the same? Right. No. <laughs> no, I would not. Who would you put over? Who would you put over? I'm talking about lyricists. I'm talking about female rappers. I can go down the list. You can talk about Queen Latifah. You can talk about MC Light. You can talk about... Um, you can even put Yo-Yo in there. You can put uh, Mia X in there. You can put... Uh, who else am I missing? Like I said, I already had Lil' Kim. You know, Cardi B's dope, but she ain't, that ain't it. Um, who are we putting over Lil' Kim? Who are we putting over uh, Nicki Minaj? As far as discography, talent, lyricism, female rapper. Since we having this conversation, Lauren, Foxy, Foxy Brown, uh, Eve, no. I can't give the I can't even put Eve in there because uh I'm not feeling I'm a star sheriff. <laughs> you know I can't put Eve in there because Eve 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 had a life like um similar to uh Nas did where they, she was terrible at beat selections. Or it might have just been that um it might have just been that uh what's the name was just giving her all the terrible tracks. Um Nah, but I saw Eve live though, like Four, three or four years ago, uh-huh. and she rolled out in Miami and like Club Live, like a good seven, eight songs, and she yeah. spit, and she spit. And oh, sounded, without a doubt, sounded great. Yeah, but that's seven, eight song. Yeah, about that's that. Seven, and that's all she got. Strong, a strong ten. That, okay, she got a. She may have a strong. She may. She With have some a, features here. She got she got a strong five, and then now, the other ones now, are okay. Now, Erica, Erica, look, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let you do that, Erica, and I lay you to death because yeah, Nikki's about com- that. Nikki's competition were men. Mm. That's my, that's my, that's my argument with that. Nikki was down. She went down south with Gucci and them, mm-hmm. and she was another implant where they took her from New York, had her go down with Gucci and rap down south and get her buzz down south. And mm-hmm. then she got with Wayne and them. So she was rapping, they said, in some rooms back in the day with some serious people. And that's why I got to give her credit. Like, Nikki is definitely, she, I, I got to put Nikki. Come on. Nikki and Missy, like, right here. Come on. Come on. We can't put, look, you know, Light and Queen are pioneers. They're pioneers. But they didn't have, they didn't have, like, major hits. You know, Queen had U-N-I-T-Y. 
Queen was a beast. What was this? What she is a cold, see, stone that's cold that, beast. That's cultural but impact. That's, that, that's, that's cultural, cultural impact. impact, right? That's cultural but when impact. You hear that, but when you hear Queen Latifah on a track, though, her voice was crazy. When you hear you yes. and Latifah, yes, man, yes. that should sound crazy. But when we talking about just consistent and constant hits, now, Nikki, she said Nikki has popped you. I get it. Um, I, you know, she did a whole she pop out. She, she did a whole. She did a whole pop out. She did. She, she did exactly what got her paid. I can't even hold you on that. But when um, you talk about some of her features, with starts, like some of the heavyweights in the game, like come again, on, come that, on. that monster feature. Come on, come that, on. The monster feature she had with Rick Ross. And Jay and that's Carl. what put her on. Oh, she killed it. She murdered it. So, like I said, it's a controversial, controversial um, opinion. But I mean, there's a lot of fact behind it. Now, you know, like I said, you got Missy. Then I'll put, you know, I'll put Kim there. The brand's not coming around your top five. Hell no. Okay. No, she had Funkified. She had what else? What else? Other than Funkified with that JD. Song, that song with Tyrese. Oh, what do you like? Yeah. What do you like? Yeah. Nah. What you like? <laughs> <laughs> the, the issue is you got to think about those. You got to find those. You can name top three. You can name three off the rip with, with the you know, what we other people we talked about. Um, I, I got it. Like I said, it's going to be Nikki. It's going to be Missy. And it's going to be Kim. It's going to be Kim because Kim was transformational and Kim got hits. Mm. That's undeniable. She got multiple hits. Putting Nikki at number one, man. That's tough. All right. Well, I'm going to tell you, it's going to be playback and it's, and we're going to have it. (laughs) She had the B side with Biggie. You over there, you over there looking her up to find that. Yeah, he had the crates. No, no, that's why. That's why I was surprised he uh, retired. Tupac he retired and Tupac and Biggie. That's crazy. Kim did it first. You're right. She did inspire Nikki. She's the reason why Nikki exists. 100%. I don't think I can put. I don't think I can put Nikki over Missy. What would just, you flip, just, Adrian? You you wouldn't put saying, Nikki over Missy. He's saying what I'm saying. I think Missy Missy's over Nikki just because of her originality, and I think all of her versatility that she brought with her rap, like Missy was a. As far as overall top tier talent, absolutely. Missy Elliott will win every every day of the week, every minute of the every minute of the hour. As far as um, lyricism goes, Do you know that goes to Nikki. Voice? As far as music goes and, and singing, that goes to Missy. Missy. No question. Do you Missy know it's Missy's voice on one of the million? Huh? Did on you one know what? Missy's voice in the background of one of the million with the lead? One, yeah. You knew that? Yeah, you know who the majority uh, was in the background with Missy in like 95% of her songs and with a little bit with Leah too? Tweet. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, look, it's just it's just one of those things. Genuine, Genuine ran with them too. That whole, yeah. that whole crew came up today. Yeah. See, but look sweet. at that. Sweet was behind the scenes for a while. Oh no, she's been killing it. Look, I'm okay with Nikki number one. Thank you, Michael. I could put Kim in the spot too. So look, you, Man, you, there you go, Sal. Crush on you. Uh, you got Queen B. I mean, you got 
Stay that stay that B. You got uh man, if Peter Pike would pick them probably man, what? So nobody's putting Laura Hill at their one spot. The nobody's top, putting top, no, top absolutely top. not. Wow. Absolutely not. You I'ma tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why nobody's putting her there. Because they're looking at Lauren as an R and B artist and not a not a rap artist. Lauren Lauren had sixteen so bars she got the Drake per song. Yeah, she got sixteen bars so per Lauren song earlier. Sixteen me. bars per song on when she was with the Fugees. Hey, that Eric. was it. Hey, Eric. Maybe Erica, Eric, stop. We're not, we're not even doing that. Eric is really stop. out here showing. She said Charlie Baltimore. We got to get up and go on that. Um, Missy hits the radio while you're cruising, uh, and you know who it you, you know who it is immediately. You think she will stay the same, Nikki, in about twenty years? Absolutely. Absolutely. Let me tell you why. Because Mickey Nikki is on the radio right now on everybody who's hot as a feature and killing their song. It's their relevant. Nobody delivery was like Nikki's delivery. No. So no, it's always delivery. So it's not necessarily what she's saying; it's how she's saying it. And like what Mike said, her pitches and you know the way she changes her flow. Hey, all, all you gotta do is give her some words, but she's the rapping machine that's putting it out. You know, that's it's, it's I, I, Nikki. Nikki is definitely uh, uh it's one A, probably one B for me. <laughs> you go one A, one B. Just because I think Missy's just so talented, man. Yeah, shout out to Erica being out of pocket with some Charlie Baltimore. Four one zero just sent the link. Four one zero just sent the link for uh, the Brats B side. <laughs> so you can definitely send it. You can forward it. You can play it if you like. I'm not playing that mess, man. That's like saying that's like putting Yo Yo out there, you know, for her one, for her one rap album. Where's Lady of Rage? Yolanda Whitaker. Lady Rage. She had one hit, you know. A lot, of, a lot of these ladies had rock rough and stuff where they Afro puffs. Hey, I mean, you know, female rappers. Gets the people going. Why is Mary J. Blige in here as a rapper? Mary MC J. Trouble. Blige. I don't know. Bony uh, Love. We didn't say Bony Love. Bahamadia. Uh, she's on a whole, whole different Roxanne, vibe. Roxanne, Roxanne. Roxanne, Roxanne. Roxanne Shante, yeah, Shy Rock. You nobody said Trina. A mill from Rockefeller. Oh my goodness. Nobody said Trina. Nobody said Remy Ma. Rod Digger, Gangsta Boo, Emil. No, I said Mia X. Rod um, Digger, Rod Digger Spitz. Shout out to Buster Rhymes. Yeah, again. shout out. <laughs> Y'all was hating. It's hating so bad. Um, but yeah. What about all? Oh, boss had one hit, and that was my jam. Left eye. That was Hon- my jam. Lisa, Le- yeah, honorable mention. Uh, Emil from Rockefeller. No, Emil's in that Charlie Baltimore category. She got a she got a song because she was hanging with the fellas. Um, she is <laughs> no. I when I Google so, female rappers, they had Mary J in there as a female rapper. Sal said, "If Mary J Google is out of rapper, pocket." Yeah, you might as well put Beyonce in. <laughs> Google out of pocket. Google hella out of pocket. Um, but yeah, that's all you got. That's all you really got. Look, Charlie man, Baltimore. everybody's top up. five. Everybody's top five is always a fun, fun conversation, man. And it's always different. Like I can't believe 
You got Buster Rounds in your top five. Kids. I didn't put Buster Rounds in my top five. You don't shut the hell up about that. That was a great episode, by the way. Okay, yeah. we did that for the views at that point. I'm gonna, to I'm gonna just do that. Hall of Fame, hey, look, Hurricane G. So he ain't gonna let me live that one time that I put Buster Rhymes against Jay Z. We got DMCA so hard on that episode. I ain't even gonna lie, but it was good. It was great. It's good. I went down in burning flames. Burning flames. Well, look, uh, you know why I was so funny before you before you go, because I know you're gonna want to go now. <laughs> it was so funny because you were so confident. Oh, oh yeah. You were like, I'm, you were like, you gave me the. <laughs> I'm gonna die on the cross, and I sure enough did. I was crucified. You know, left eye gone too soon. You're absolutely right. Gone too soon. Way too soon. Buster got a new album cover. Buster, what, what it is, is right now. <laughs> 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 Just through the year oh. 2003. <laughs> All right, we're gonna we're gonna let that go. Um, we're gonna let much, that go. Having too much fun. Tell them, tell them, tell them where they can find us. At. Hey man, email us at the uh, all dressed up podcast at gmail.com. We're on YouTube at the all dressed up podcast, Facebook as well. Um, have streams everywhere, King Dizzle DC, everywhere, man. And like I said, the climax series will be coming soon. Stick with us. Appreciate you uh, hanging with us late tonight, even though we're always live the first and third Sundays at 9 p.m. And look, we got a um, we got we bigger, bigger, better things coming on YouTube, man. Shout out to 2,500 views. We just trying to get our followers, our, our subs up um, and uh, come check us out there. Share, like, share, subscribe. Hey, look, I, before we go really quick, I'm going to tell this story. Right. So we went out tonight to dinner. Um, that's where I was, a buddy of mine celebrating his birthday. And, um, and, you know, at the, you know, it's a table of 10 of us. And, uh, the boy goes, Hey, man, somebody asked, So, how's your podcast going? And everybody's, Oh, you got a podcast? You got a podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, Sean, who's a regular listener, then he goes, What is the hell is that clip you sent me? Um, you sent me the other day, which I was talking about. And the clip, was about your daggone uh, clip that I put up talking about um, how do you have a conversation about asking your partner for a golden shower. Oh, yeah. So I spent the next 15 minutes talking about how do you how do you ask your partner for a golden shower <laughs> for a golden shower from this clip from the podcast. We got a lot of funny stuff that we do. Uh, and a lot of great it's stuff. It's provocative. Kiss the people going. Um, but please look out for the YouTube. We're going to cut and clip some of that, a lot of that stuff, a lot of good information. And we don't do this for us. We do this for you guys because we love to talk about it. You know where we are. If you want to reach us, you want to be a part of it, just hit us at alldressedthepodcast at gmail.com. Catch us here uh, in two weeks at 9 p.m. we we'll make sure we're going to be on the dot. Um, <laughs> life is life. <laughs> um, yeah, we still got top five dead alive going on the bottom. Let me click that out. But most importantly, we love you. We thank you for your support. And we'll see y'all next week. Man. Peace you, know, you know. And I know. And I know. And they know. And we know. We go all in. You know. And I know. And they know. Because we 
though. 